Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master, as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. Bryce, how you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. We're still breathing. Uh, I, I guess. So I guess it, it counts for something, right, that I'm still breathing. I mean, I, I suppose so, depending on how you look at it. But um, we we got another friend on today, an old friend. Dude. Uh, Dave, welcome back to the show. I think this is your third appearance? Yes. This is, and this is the third time's a charm, so thanks for having me. <laughs> well, the first two have been yeah. hit, so hopefully this just means the third. this one's going to be really good. But um... I mean, it, it's kind of fucked up. You just called him old like that within the first minute of the of oh, the boy. podcast. That right. was that was kind of rude. I mean, I get it. You know, he'd been around the block, but that was, that was kind of messed Bryce, up. Bryce, are you calling Dave old? No, you called Dave old. You said old you friend just, of the show. Yeah. That was kind of that was kind of fucked up. I think you just insinuated uh, that Dave's old. I don't know, man. Well, I'll say this much: <laughs> being as tan as I am right now, because we're outside in the pool most of the day when we're not working. Uh, my facial hair has been growing out a little bit, and uh, yeah, I'm old. Like it is white. It is not. <laughs> it's between gray and white now. So yeah, I'm old. I, that's oh, dude, I. Dude, I look like a Civil War general right now. It's bad. <laughs> I'm glad I got well, my barber before, uh, before the, everything was shut down. So, like, my beard, it's, it's like, neat, which is, like, weird because normally I would have the messiest beard out of the three of us probably, but... Well, don't, what, Bryce, what's your girlfriend's name? I don't have a girl, man. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> no, I, um, I, no, when I shave, I, I, people are like, are you 30? And I'm like, yeah, like, totally 30 years old. And when I don't shave, they're like, "Are you retired?" I'm like, yeah. "Like, no, right? It looks terrible." So, I, I feel that you might that. be able to qualify for the early bird early bird special in that case, which, you know, I, I'm looking on the bright side of things with that. But it went some lose some, you know. Exactly. You know, it's all about give and take. <laughs> My barber not open at least for another month. It's probably going to be longer than that, but that's the minimum right now. I'm sweating. what hats are for it really is like i'm going outside anyway well you see they they released the uh phase one and phase two today which is exciting and we'll have sports again with no fans i'm fine so that's with that, frankly on that's that's always a good time i would prefer i mean i know that a lot of those athletes got tested or are getting tested or whatever but you know it's um uh, it's, you know, it's to me, it's the whole thing's ridiculous, but you know. Well, I mean, you know, in a dire time when we don't have enough tests for the public, we have to make sure that the athletes get like six apiece, you know. Right, um, right. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of logistical stuff to go through with this. So, like, obviously, they have to make sure that they don't spread the coronavirus amongst themselves. Which, you know, maybe that's not the best idea because I believe. Um, a baseball league overseas tried doing this and it just like three people got infected of it within like three days. So maybe 
iron out the logistical stuff with it first before going ahead with it, but I'm optimistic I, I, that we can figure this out. I work from home, so this is not that big of a change for us. The two things that that we did, uh, you know, prior to all this, to break that was go to the beach, go to restaurants, you know, downtown, what have you. And so like, it's, it still sucks, don't get me wrong, to have, you know, the majority of everything that you do, you can't do now. You know, going to the grocery store and going to Walgreens and stuff is not recreational or fun. Um, but it's just, I don't know, it's, it's not a huge lifestyle change for us, so we're not sweating it, but it's just, um, it's just, it's just preventable, you know, and uh, that's the biggest, that's the part of the first, the first couple of weeks of this, because we've been up now, we're, I think we're in week five here in Puerto Rico, where we basically had a curfew and they had us on strict measures. It didn't have to be this way. And that was the part that made me angry uh, for a while, because it's like, why are this is because an, an idiot runs the country. And, you know, I get it. They want to tear down the federal government. Well, there are consequences that come with that. So here we are. But, you know, I know that people will come out of this. It's not like, you know, obviously if you get it, you're not, but you know, you may not. But I have friends who have had it um, and they, who are around my age, and they both said it's, it's miserable. And they, the, my one friend thought he was going to die. Um, and they're only in their, you know, in their 40s. So they're not like 72 years old with lung cancer and they're smokers and like all this crazy stuff. These are like relatively healthy people. Um, so I don't know. It's going to, I think it's going to be this never ending cycle of outbreaks until the vaccine's out, but we'll see. We'll see that hey, NFL draft is still going to take place. So Hell yeah, yeah baby. Absolutely. They're going to be doing a, a virtual draft in Goodell's basement apparently. So that's, that's, I read, this is the first time he'll held the draft and not been booed. <laughs> Oh, he'll still be booed. It just you won't be, be booed in chat. Book. It'll be booed in chat. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you're gonna do a mock for that soon, or basically right now. Well, soon it means like immediately soon. I mean, like right now. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm game to just skip to the Lions pick because one and two is the same for everybody. It's Burrow and Young. It should be Burrow and Young. So I think we could just we could start with the Lions. Dave's Detroit Lions. Whoa. He owns them. Actually, uh, fun fact. <laughs> I, no, it's it's uh, it's uh yeah. So you know, there's been I, I follow a lot of Detroit sports fans, um, and they they've been talking about the Lions and who they're going to draft, and there's a there's a fairly like. Um, small undercurrent of people that want us to take Tua. And I'm like, you're going to give up Matt Stafford, who, and, and you know, it's, I've watched several folks come, you know, basically stand up for him, saying, like, he's had garbage around him and threw for 5,000 yards, and you want to get rid of him. Like, okay. Um, so the, the folks who know him and, and know his game know what he's capable of. Um, now you want to draft a guy who's injured? Like, you know, Stafford had – he played with a broken back, basically. And going into this last season, they, that's, what, that's why he got benched. It's because it was not getting better, so they, you know, they benched him. And now you want to get a guy who's got a busted hip. And like, it just makes no sense whatsoever to me. We lost Darius – they let they traded Darius Slay away. And not, there's, there's a lot of drama with the Lions and Matt Patricia and how he treats players. And, you know, I think when he first came in, he tried to, like – you know, try to be like the big swinging dick in the room or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and, and, you know, the guys didn't respect 
And so he took it out on them and treated them like garbage. And Slay was one of the guys that he shit on. Uh, they said that he did some workouts, I think, with uh, Richard Sherman and one of their you know, elite corner. And uh, Patricia's like, yeah, but you're not elite. Why are you working out with them? You know, just like a shitty comment like that. So uh, Slay is elite, too. That's the weird part. Like, Right. He's called Biggs play Slay for a reason. Like when they needed a pick or whatever in the game, or he got it. So uh, the Eagles got, got a good player. I mean, a great But I do think they have to replace him. And so I would go cornerback out of Ohio State, Apuda. Uh, That's you got to You can't just let that gap be there. So right. Bryce, who do you have at three? The same pick for the same reason Dave's does. You know, they lost Darius Slay. Uh, they got to fill corner, and I think there's only two corners that can really come close to filling what Slay can do in this draft. And Okuda is one of them so i think okuda is the right choice at three for them. all right so all three of us have okuda this is already getting off to a better start than last year's <laughs> i mean that's that's not setting the bar very high no we did bad but we're not meant to do good that's not the brand we are the number one disinformation sports podcast is that what we're calling it <laughs> <laughs> all right so this is where I think the draft might start to get a little bit different for us, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, I want y'all to so, go uh, first, actually. I, I want um, y'all to to give your reality on the New York Giants pick here. All right, so the New York football Giants have quite a few needs. The two biggest ones right now are at tackle and, like, a big, big-name defender guy. Now, obviously, there's a big, big defender guy that you might know in this draft, but I actually have him taking Tristan Wirfs, and I have him taking that because their tackle situation is atrocious, and they need an offensive line in order to help Saquon actually, you know, be Saquon, and, you know, I know that's kind of crazy saying be Saquon after everything he's done the last two seasons, but imagine how much better he could be if he actually had an offensive line blocking for him. And I think Tristan Wirfs is how you start that. You got it for Dave. Uh, I have the exact same pick for the exact same reason. This is a guy that played both sides of the line. Um, so he started on both sides. And, you know, um, I think he's, his stats in terms of his size, in terms of his athleticism, all those things, I mean, he's, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer, my Okay, I'm actually so I'm actually very impressed because most people I think would want the reality of Isaiah Simmons at four, um, but I know all too well that that isn't happening, uh, and I also have Tristan Wirfs going at four to the Giants here. Uh, Interesting. I want Isaiah Simmons more because I think he's just. He's one of the best defenders I've I've seen come out of college, dude. He's amazing, and he's gonna tear it up for somebody. Uh, but I don't think the Giants take him here. I'm not. I wouldn't be upset about Tristan Wirfs. Uh, he's very good. I've I like I like him. I think he'll be a good tackle, and I'll live with that pick if we take Tristan Wirfs. It's really not a bad pick. Boring, but it's a good pick. As someone who lived through the one you need to make. As someone who lived through the Matt Millen era and drafting a fucking wide receiver first round every year, I I'd play it safe on this one. <laughs> Let's just say. Yeah. 
little shell shock from that. Pick five. I think pick five. Everyone's got two attack of Iloa. I. It should be two. Yeah, two one needs to go to Miami. It's just the perfect fit. I, is that what everyone got, or does anyone have something yep. different? Yeah. All right. So first six picks, and I'm gonna or first five picks. I'm guessing that the sixth pick might be the. This one might be different, but I think it's the general consensus where six is going. So uh, pick six. I have the Chargers taking Justin Herbert. Well, I have the same thing. We're gonna have to call this pot. I'm agreeing with you here because, uh, yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> the first six picks, I it's just a that's just there's Tua to Miami and Herbert to L.A. are just hand and glove fits. I think. Well, what I'm waiting to see, and obviously we're not accounting for for trades or or what have you, right? So there are right. You right. Never we're know. not smart enough to do that. Well, and and quite frankly, the. They're they're kind of hamstrung a little bit uh, because they're not, you know, they're not. I don't know how much evaluation you can do looking at old film. I actually did see this, and I don't know how true this is, but uh, you know, Matt Patricia from the Lions was one of the coaches at the Senior Bowl, which means that he and his staff actually got to see these guys, meet with these guys, and coach these guys. Now, I also heard negative things from some of these players about Matt Patricia, so. Maybe not the best uh, thing, but he at least saw them. And, um, you know, if there's a team that says we want to trade up to get X player and they've got a fallback, uh, you know, our backup plan, then maybe that happens. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it's hard to disagree with, you know, I, I, I'd like to know when we're going to get risky, but we'll, I think we'll get there. Let's get there. Ooh, I almost dropped my phone. That was a bro moment. Um, pick seven, Carolina. I think we're going to have the same thing again. We should. Because I got Isaiah Simmons going to Carolina at seven. I think it's yeah. I got I got Simmons going here. It's just the perfect fit again. They need Keekly retired. They need a guy who could fill that spot, and Isaiah Simmons would be the perfect pick for them. Yeah, and and they're you know you got a first year head coach, and the defense needs a lot of things. So if, even if they don't get him, um, they they're going to go defense. They have. They really should. I mean, you could argue they. Maybe it could go after a QB, but at this point, Tua's gone, Burrow's gone, Herbert's gone. Like, why waste it? So you're reaching on you're reaching on Jordan Love, and you shouldn't with Isaiah Simmons on the board when you need a linebacker. Exactly. So I don't I don't think Jordan Love should be the pick at all. Not a big Jordan Love fan, to be honest with you. If he goes in the first round, I'll be surprised. Yeah, I don't have him going in the first either. But we'll get to that. Unless it's to, unless it's to a team that needs a quarterback like the Saint, uh, like uh, maybe for the future, like the Saints is gonna are they're gonna need to replace Drew Brees eventually. So I could see him getting getting him at twenty four, but like there there aren't many teams that are really in need of a quarterback that would pick Love at a a point where it would make sense. Pick eight. I think we might have a. Little... Differences here. So pick eight. Who we got at pick eight for Arizona? So pick eight is yeah, the, it's the Cardinals, and you know you've got a great young quarterback. Um, the other downside to this is they have a front seven and defense that gave up the most yards last year. So if they didn't go O line, I, I you can't hate it, uh, but ideally you protect your investment with an offensive lineman. So I've got Wills out of Alabama. Yep, I got I got Jedrick Willis as well. Me too. I, I think that's the right pick, even though the defense is soft. 
uh, like Dave said, that that Kyler Murray investment is what they're going with. That's what they're putting all their chips down on, and Jedrick Willis is going to help protect that investment immediately. I could all, I could see him going Derek Brown here to improve. It's got to be. Like it's got to be Brown or Willis. Has to be. Can't be anyone else at that pick. All right, pick nine, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bryce, why don't you go So first? for my pick nine, Jacksonville, I have them going with C.J. Henderson. Uh, Ooh, I think okay. they lost – well, I don't think they lost Jalen Ramsey. I know they lost Jalen Ramsey to a trade. Um, and I think C.J. Henderson can really step up and be a guy who can just – he's a very good man the man corner. Uh, I like his game a lot, and I think he'd fit well in Jacksonville. What about you, Dave? So I have, uh, you know, Jacksonville has had in recent history, they've done very well with drafting on the defensive line. And the problem is they can't keep any of these guys. So I have Derek Brown out of Auburn. Yeah. Is that like saying, like, maybe they trade uh, Yannick away? Because I could see that maybe. Because they probably will. Because he doesn't yeah, want to be I, there. Yeah, that's exactly the logic. You got a disgruntled player, um, you know, unless he is top five in the league, top two in the league. I mean, what, what's your, you know, how many disgruntled guys do you want on your roster? The answer is none. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's yeah, that's where I went. All right, so we all have different picks because I got him going CD Lamb. I got him going wide receiver round Just, one because they. They don't really have anything offense. I mean, they got Leonard Fournette, who, like, he, he's fine at running back, but they don't really have anyone that's catching the ball that's any sort of a threat, really. And I think they really need a big play guy because eh, they've got a lot of needs on offense, but I think a good wide receiver is going to help open up that offense quite a bit. And I think Lamb is the best wide receiver in this draft, so. Well, you look, at, look, look at the Super Bowl. And, you know, if you have dynamic playmakers on offense, and granted, that was, you know, you're talking about a great, great offense and a great quarterback and all those things. But, you know, you're talking about is, is have things, has the, has the pendulum swung? And is it now becoming an offensive game where your defense just has to be good enough? I mean, I can't argue with it. You know, I can't argue with that direction of going wide receiver and having play. Um, it just seems like defense is as important. It's like they need to get the stops when they need to get the stops, but it doesn't have to be like the eighty. You know, the Bears from you know, what I mean? like you know, it's not like we're talking about. You know, we don't have those those great great defenses. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like offense is where was where the NFL is going. They've copied the model from the NBA in terms of protection, protecting your athletes, protecting your talent, and they're doing what they do, which is make amazing plays and win games. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think My right. thing is I actually don't like that pick because see, I think there's bigger problems for the Jaguars and the receivers. We saw three receivers on the Jaguars last year honestly show a little promise even with the little qb problem they had uh dj chark looks awesome i i very much trust him uh keelan cole 
had a pretty solid year as well. And, uh, I mean, they got Marquise Lee, who, I mean, you know, shoddy and gets injured, but he maybe it's something. I don't there. know. I don't really see a. I don't really see a wide receiver one in that group, and I think Lamb. I, I think Lamb would be this, the wide receiver one at, at worst. Oh, he'd wide definitely be the wide receiver one. Honestly, he's not the first wideout I have going off the board. So, I I just I don't know. I think they should really focus on uh something else in the in the top ten because they have another pick later that they. They do, yeah. They have picked. So uh, they 20. could definitely get. I actually have a receiver for them going there, uh, but we'll get to that. Uh, so pick right. ten for the Browns. I think we might have the similar idea here. I got Andrew Thomas going to the Browns at ten because they need him. I also, I also have Thomas going there because their offensive line is. Yeah, it's bad. Rough. Shout out Dave Gellman for that one, but. I don't think he's. <laughs> oh, Kevin. Kevin Zeitler's not. Kevin Zeitler isn't solving. No, problem, but he but did it's... cause that problem, like him not being there. Fair, yeah. I guess um, you're right. Andrew Thomas is not going to be Joe, but he's solid, and I think he'll immediately help out where the Browns need it the most. They need Andrew Thomas, man. I I agree. They need an offensive uh, tackle. Um, uh, but I went with Beckton from Louisville. Um, it's and, not and a bad I think idea. That, yeah, I think that you have – there's interchangeable parts here. Any of the top four would fit with these teams. Do you know what I mean? So, um, as far as tackles go. Um, so it, it, they need to protect their investment. You know, they, they need to be able to give time to Baker and um, and open up holes. That's, so if they can't do those things, then they're going to suck again. And they're going to disappoint once again. I just I, they put their new jerseys out the other day. You see that shit? It's bold. I did. Yeah, that's, I'm not really that's sure. bold calling them new. But yeah, yeah. well, new, but they'll every every yeah, jersey they've had. Yeah, it's their how you know your team's called the Browns, and and like what are you going to do with that? More stripes. It's like it's like the least creative shit of all time. As a designer, I'm like, what do you do? You know. But it's the same old shit. It's the same old shit. They just got rid of the orange pants. That's all. Those pants were bad though. They were, oh, they were terrible. I'm, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they were terrible. I just, I just for me, whatever. It's the Browns. The, the Browns yeah. are gonna Browns. The Browns are the Lions of you know of Ohio. So. Uh, pick 11 so I actually feel like we got this we might all have the same player here uh, the Jets they are in desperate need of a wide out and I have them going with Jerry Judy out of Bama at 11 Great. yep I have Judy here so I could totally see, you know, in my case, I could definitely see Judy going to the Jags and CeeDee Lamb being the Jets pick here, but I do have him going wide receiver. It's going to be one of the two top two. I, I don't really think there's much that needs to be said he's about amazing. it. amazing. He really is. He's something else. He's a, he's a man-child. Um, the, the, uh, the other direction they could go is a left tackle because they need both. And, you know, you, it's it's great that they if they go wide receiver, I can't blame them, uh, but – you do need to protect your quarterback. 
you know, quarterback has no time, then what good is that receiver? So either yeah. way, I would, you know. Yeah. That's, a, that's a big thing is Sam Darnold is such a, I mean, this is he, that's a big investment that Jets have made. Uh, so left tackle might not be a bad idea, and I would probably, if it was the left tackle, it would be either Thomas or Becton. Yeah. Uh, but I think Jerry Judy, he's something else. His talent I, is just off the charts. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's like a video game. He really is. He really is. Man, if y'all if y'all actually are dumb enough to buy Madden 21 and play it, you might want to use whatever Team Judy on. <laughs> there's a lot of – I don't know if I'm getting 21 yet, but um, there's a lot of rookies in this draft class that I'm – if I were getting 21, I'd be pretty excited to use because there's, yeah, there's going to be some 100%. fun. So the Las Vegas Raiders – it is so yeah, it weird. weird. Uh, I actually have him going receiver as well. I have this is where I have C D Lamb going. I think he ends up in Las Vegas. Same. All right. So obviously C D Lamb went pick or pick a nine for me. So I got the Raiders taking Derek Brown here. They kind of need a stalwart for their uh, defensive line, and I think that Derek Brown would uh, fit that role pretty nicely. Obviously, a receiver is definitely a need for him, but um, I actually don't have him going with receiver either with either of their first rounders this this year. So uh, they really probably, don't they have to be because there's a lot of talent in this receiver class. Almost too it's much. A heavy talent draft. So yeah, Can you yeah. Really have too much. Which is why the Giants shouldn't take a receiver at four, because I mean. But we'll, we'll, not the point. The, Dave, you got you got Lamb at twelve too. Yes. So, right. It's pick thirteen. I think he's great too. Honestly, like uh, you know, Lamb is good. Lamb is amazing. Yeah, he's a very nice receiver. He's a starter. Like, there's no question. He's number one. Yeah, he's so gonna walk he can't in. Go wrong. Yeah. He's gonna walk into wide receiver one if he goes to well, Las and, Vegas. And look at look at that look at that team. And, you know, what happened with Antonio Brown and it all, you know, they need a, they need a number one receiver. So I hate this. I, I hate putting that much value in a skill position when you have others, but given the talent that these guys are, it's kind of warranted. It is funny enough. Pick 13, the 49ers. I actually have, the other top three receiver going at 13, Henry Ruggs going to San Fran, which I Damn, do, I do have that. And honestly, just the thought, just the thought of any of those receivers on 40, like they're going to be killing teams. Uh, by the way, Matt Miller just came, but um, yeah, they, I mean, they don't, they need, they need, huh. you know, they've got Kittle. He's nice. But they need someone who's on that level. So I that's why I went runs. Yeah, three wide receivers back to back to back. All right. That's a so terrible I am going Javon Why Kinlaw. would they go with Javon Kinlaw? Um no, nah, because they who, who they just gave, uh, gave up someone to the Colts. They, I promise you they, they gave up that they, pick um, for Ruggs Lambert Judy. I promise you. Hundred percent. What's the yeah. bet? 
Let's hear it. Let's hear it. If all right, hey, if Rugs is there, I mean, I do have Rugs available, but um, you know that D, their front seven is solid, but they gave up a key contributor heck. here. Um, I forgot what his name was, but he he just signed a mess. Yeah, so they just gave up to Forrest Buckner. Uh, they're gonna. I think they're gonna be go who they pick. But I think I Javon Kimmel is gonna be a good replacement. No way. They they can't do that to their fans, dude. That D line is fine. You take DeForest Buckner away. Yes, it gets a little worse, but that that D line is scary without him. Still, there's there ain't no way. They did not lose the Super Bowl Wallace? because their D line was bad. They lost the Super Bowl right. because they didn't have a guy like Henry Ruggs on their team. That's why they made this deal. Well, I promise you, they're getting right out. This goes directly back to to what we said earlier, or what I said earlier, and you agreed with, which was offense is if your defense is good and can make plays when it has to, then you need score. You have to score. Rugs so if it is shifting, then 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 Rugs is your guy. If you still yeah, believe you can win on defense, then you go defense. But I it didn't. They San Francisco's defense, especially down the stretch last year, was amazing. Like they were. Very impressive to watch, especially in the playoffs. It's yep. the scoring. You have Henry Ruggs on your team. You don't have to run Moser 30 times in the NFC Championship game. You can, you can rely on Ruggs to do shit. And Debo Samuel and Ruggs lining next to each other with Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> uh, that team's going to be scary That's, if they do that. That is a lot that. of speed. But pick 14. Tampa Bay. I don't have Beckton going here. This is where I got Beckton. Uh, I have Christian Fulton going here. Um, and I think they, yes, you want to protect Tom Brady and whatever QB comes after him, but Christian Fulton's would help their defense a lot, and the defense needs it. As bad as Jameis Winston was, the defense was not very good either, and I think Christian Fulton would help them. Yes, Defense, yes, they have the nasty linebackers. They have an amazing linebacker season, so core. I think that, uh... Uh, very young, good linebackers, but I think their they're DBs and corners especially needs a little help, and I think Christian Fulton would very much help them. So, well, I went in a different direction because... Dave, who do you have the bucket You know, so you, you have a quarterback who's not extremely mobile, right, starting now. And you got to protect them. So this is where I have Andrew Thomas from Georgia going. Basically, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Luther, He's a starter. Uh, you got to protect Tom Brady if you want to win. Buccaneers. And um, yeah, that's that's where I'm going with this one. I just I feel like you know I, I honestly am not sure if you took let's let's just hypothetically flash forward and. Let's assume, and this big assume, but let's assume the Buccaneers make it to the NFC title game and they're facing the 49ers. <laughs> they're not going to beat that team. Not, if you can't keep Tom Brady upright, you're not winning that game. You have no chance of winning that game. So that's why I went offense and on tackle. Uh, and tackle. Makes sense. I don't hate that pick. I think, that, I think it adds up for sure. Pick 15, Denver. Uh, this is where I got a. Uh, this is where I have Becton going at 15. 
I think the I think the Broncos finally have a quarterback uh, that they want to protect in Drew Locke. I think he is an investment worth protecting, and Becton would absolutely help with that. Yeah, I can't argue with that logic. I can see that. Um, I actually this I can't I can't argue with that logic. Obviously, um, I already have Becton going the pick before that, but um, I have actually have him going rugs here, and I think just because of that, that offense where you know you got Philip Lindsay pounding the rock, you got Drew Locke throwing it up to him and uh, Cortland Sutton, and uh, you know you got Noah Fant there too. I think that offense, you know, yeah, so I actually I, I I think they need a an explosive receiver, um, but. Um, I think they also need to show up their D line. So I went with Kinlaw from South South Carolina. All right. Sixteen Atlanta. Uh, who y'all got? This is where I got Fulton going because their defense they they got so many things they need to work on. I think Fulton is the move here. I have this is where I have Derek Brown going because uh, he's not off my board yet. Um, I think Derek Brown would very much help them out, like a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any uh, anyone on the defense. They need help on the defensive front. Um, you know, they they have Gray Jarrett, but I I just. <laughs> You know, their defensive line is as bad as that fucking uniform they just put out. So uh, uh, I was going with Faison from LSU. He's big, he's got length, he's nasty, and he can play on the edge and handle, you know, all three phases of the game. He's in there. So he can handle, run, you know, he can take on a blocker, he can get to the quarterback, he can cover. I, I think he's that's the guy they need. All right. Pick 17, we got the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this is where I have C.J. Henderson going because, you know, they just lost Byron Jones. I think he would be a nice way to just fit him in right away, keep that defense, you know, about as solid as they were last season. Obviously, he's not on the same level as Byron Jones yet, but I think he could develop into a solid corner, and I think that would be right, so you got that. Uh, so ironically, this is where I got a uh, Clavon Chassian go, uh, which sucks because I do not want him to play for the Cowboys at all in the slightest. That's just a selfish pick. <laughs> it honestly might be, but they hey, they about that. Jerry Jones is about that, and I don't think you could have enough talent on the D line ever. Um, well, at least in the Cowboy case, there's some cases I. Like the 49ers right now, I think they're they they should not draft a D lineman with the big hole at wide out. But Cowboys really don't have any of those big holes. Maybe you can argue corner, but for me, uh, Fulton's off the board and Henderson's off the board and Akuda's off the board, so you can't really go with a corner at 17. Uh, that makes sense. So I think uh, Chassian would be a, the be- the best pick here that wouldn't be corner. That, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Well, you know, Henderson did play at Florida. He's used to going up against 
these guys from the SEC who are all getting drafted ahead of him um, at the at the wideout. So um, I think he could probably they might be able to you know, scheme some things to kind of hide him a little bit um, as he develops. But I think he has all the physical you need to be a great corner. So it's it's it sucks at seventeen that you're getting a, somewhat of a developmental player, but he did go against the elite elite players from the SEC. So it's not like it'd be you know it's not like him covering you know switching him around and putting him on different guys uh, while he develops would be like the worst thing in the world for them. But I do think he's, he's a good investment. Kind of lied about that pick. You could probably sell me at least on my board. Uh, Trevon Diggs go there, but I don't know. I think I just I think Chatsing is such a, a good player. Like he's scary. Well, he's so fast. Yeah, <laughs> he's so fast. Like for his size, uh, and he's he's huge. He can just you can really plug him in anywhere up front. I think the Cowboy guys like that. I mean, I think everyone likes guys like that. You definitely, they definitely do like that. Oh, you you said uh, Henderson seventeen, right? That's All weird because right. I I had him going at nine, so it's weird. Yeah, I have Henderson going seventeen. Well, it can't. It, it's not like it's going to be as bad as uh, what's his name from last year's draft. <laughs> both had. I think I we had both had a uh... something like that. He was like at the end of the second round. What's we had that corner? Yeah, we had Jawan Taylor going to the top I think. ten. I, I think, think I am going to the Packers. He went to the Browns in the second round. Yeah, Greedy Williams. That's right. I had him going like top fifteen. Yeah, Greedy Williams. I had him going. Uh, I had him at the Packers. Early, I think they were I think like twelve, early twenties or late teens. But but that's you know, last year we haven't learned from our mistakes, but we're trying not to make them again. That is true. It's facts. Learning from mistakes is overrated. Uh, All right. So sorry, Dave. Who'd you have yeah. going to the Cowboys here? Pick eighteen. You had Henderson as well? All right, cool. All right. I want, second, you, so I want you to go first. You to go first. Huh? Dolphins, they're second first. I got... Okay. Um, I got him going Xavier McKinney here. Uh, you know, they traded away Micah Fitzpatrick at the start of the season. So I think uh, they go for the best safety available right here. Um Obviously, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned on the show that I'm a big Grant Delpit fan, but I think that McKinney's on a lot of teams' draft boards as the number one safety available here. So I could see, you know, if, if the Dolphins think Delpit's better than McKinney, I could see him going Delpit here. Yeah. But I think uh, whichever safety... I actually have that stops thinking. I have him going with Grant Delpit. Go here. You want my left field here? All right. Sort of left field, but it, it makes sense if you think... All right, so they picked up. Oh, uh, let's see. They picked let's five. See. They got two of them, right? And that old line is not perfect. So I have them going old line. And I don't know if you saw the senior bowl or not, um, but 
there was a player from Houston, Josh Jones, who very impressive in that game. And if he can compete against that type of talent, oh, yeah. I, I would take a flyer on protecting my investment to uh, and going uh, offensive tackle with Jones. Houston. I actually, uh, I have him going no, O-line that's, later. That's totally sound logic. But, I've actually got Jones going uh, later. So it's not as crazy. It's a little bit of a reach, I get it, but they have, they have a lot of needs. So that's... <laughs> Right. I mean, if it's a good offensive tackle, you can't really reach for a good offensive tackle. So I think uh, if it works out, I don't think anyone's going to complain about that pick. It's not like that guy from Alabama State that the Texans picked up in, in terms of a reach. I think there are so many like, programs right now in the I don't NCAA think that's a bad call to make. that have groomed these, these guys that, you know, that when they come out, that they're pretty ready to play. I know it's not like if you're a first-round pick these days, there aren't that many projects anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's so many good programs now. You know, LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma. I mean, Florida's the, there's just so many good programs. And the level of talent and the competition, the training, and all those things have only gotten better. So I feel like the first round, you know, there's just there's a lot of good players now. I, I feel like there are... I don't know if there's a lot of team swinging and missing, you know, with competent general managers in the first round anymore. But it's hard. So, you know, it's, it's like six and one half dozen the other. You could take the, the flashy wide receiver or you could throw up the ta- you know, your tackle position. Or you could pick the defensive stud. They're all good pick. It's just a matter of what do you have next? What's your second and third round? So I can't wait for our fourth round coverage. All right, so pick 19, the Raiders, their next uh, first. Uh, I got him going Trevon Diggs here, but there's a number of guys I could see going here. I could see him going wide receiver like you guys predicted. Um, but I do think that they're going to try to bolster up their defenses here with this yeah, pick. I think they go with Trevon uh, Diggs. Drafted wide receiver. So I think they're going to go corner here with Diggs. So if you remember at 12 earlier, we had C.D. Lamb going from the offense side of the ball because they desperately need number one. Um, I went defense. I went Kenneth Murray, uh, linebacker out of Oklahoma. That, that's a bit of a flyer, but I don't hate it. Ooh. I like that pick. I, I think like he's got player. great offense. His, 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 his talents, his physical traits make him um, a good like, – he can play all three down, right? So and he was a leader on defense. Um I think he's someone you can build around as a cornerstone of that defense. So if that's if he's if he can play as advertised as he did in college, then I think that they, you know they've hit on both sides of the ball within the first round. Which, which more could you ask for? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Kenneth Murray, so um, I do think that this would be a solid pick for the Raiders. Um, so pick 20, the Jaguars second first. This is where I got, uh, Kalavan Shazan going. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name, but, um, yeah, so you guys have him going earlier, obviously, to the, uh, Cowboys and Falcons, respectively. 
But Dave, you pretty much hit it, hit it on the head when you were talking about him. He's a you know good size, great speed off the ball. Um, Jacksonville, you know, they just lost Calais Campbell, so I think you know bringing in a guy like Shazan to replace him, I think that's a great way to go. Um, really a good way to bolster up that D line. That uh, you know you lose Calais Campbell, that's a big guy to lose. So I think that. Uh, Getting a guy to immediately replace him. Might so be good. Ian had earlier. Uh, he said they should go C.D. Lamb at nine and hit the receiver problem early. I actually, this is where I have him hitting the receiver problem. Uh, I have him going with Justin Jefferson on LSU at this pick. I don't hate it. There's some of these, some of these teams have so many needs, like. <laughs> And, and and the Jaguars, you know, they were a nine and seven team, but they didn't feel that way. You know, I I felt like they disappointed. Um, so I I actually went on the defensive side, and much like earlier when they had a good defensive line and they didn't keep them, they did the same with corners. They did the exact same thing with corners. They traded away Jalen Ramsey, and AJ Bowie. So I think they need to replenish their they a starting caliber corner. And so I went with Christian Fulton out of LSU. Tall, he's long, he can cover, and he'll be an immediate starter. And again, coming from LSU, he's covered the guys from Bama. The guy, you know, he's covered some really good talent. So he's not coming in. You know, it is interesting. You don't see, like, the best corner from Ball State or, or whatever team. You know, these are, like, name brand schools and talent coming in and there's a reason they played against great competition in college so I, I that's I have Fulton going to Jag alright so pick 21 this is where I have Justin Jefferson going for the Eagles uh, Bryce I'm sure you're not very happy to hear that but um you know, the Eagles don't really have a consistent wide receiver. Unless, you know, Nelson Aguilar consistently dropping balls. But I, I think Jefferson fits a big need in that offense. And I think I think that's the for Philadelphia. Just go uh, I am going with Jalen Vegar out of TCU because just Jefferson off the board for me. But, like, they have to go wide out with this pick. There's really not a choice. Totally agree. Uh, you know, you get uh, Slay, so you don't need that corner. And, and now you can go off. And I just want the direction on this one. I hope Denzel Mims, um, he was, from from what I've read, his, hmm, okay. uh, he has great film, so the technique is good. Um, and he was a stud at the NFL scouting combine. So he's got the size and athleticism to be a top target. It's just a matter, of, you know, of doing it. But I, 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 you're gonna wait for my next pick, Bryce. But, you know, you, you can swap these two of my, but he's. All right, so um, pick twenty-two, the Minnesota Vikings. I got him going T. Higgins here, actually. So Regor will not would not be my next wide receiver off, 
And um, I know they're, you know, they're going to look for a wide receiver to replace Stephon Diggs. But I think that uh, by adding T. Higgins, they're going to be adding a bigger body guy, which I think would fit Minnesota better than just going for another speedster guy that it doesn't have great size. So I think if they're going to go for a size guy, T. Higgins is the only real option here. That would make sense. A.J. Terrell. Uh, because, they yes, they did lose uh, Stephon Diggs, but they also need secondary help big time. And uh, I think A.J. Terrell would uh, very much help them So I've got Bryce's pick from the Eagle going here in the Raiders. Definitely would. What do you got? Who do you got, Dave? Again, same logic. You, you need, you know, you need to get a similar player to dig, and I think Regret has that right. similar skill set. All right. Cool. All right, pick 23, the New England Patriots. This is where I have Kenneth Murray going, and I was torn between Murray and Zach Bond because they do. I think they do go linebacker here, but I don't know if they want more of an edge guy like Zach Bond or just a guy who can play all three downs like Kenneth Murray. I did decide to go Kenneth Murray here because I do think an all three downs guy would be more valuable than an edge guy because I think there is a bigger need for a middle of the field, just all three downs kind of guy. Well, I think edge, while is a weak position for the Patriots right now, I think they're going to be all right, and I think they have bigger needs than just getting an edge in the first round. So, my pick for the Patriots is actually off both of your boards already. He went a lot earlier. Still on mine, and that's Javon Kinlaw. And I don't think Bill Belichick, if Kinlaw does fall to 23, uh, I don't think Bill Belichick will be able to pass on that kind of talent. That dude's dangerous. He's He's a big bully in the middle, and he would very much bolster that defense. So I'm going to, I'm going to blow up everybody's yeah, board for a second here. So if you guys remember, you know, uh, Tom Brady's no longer a Patriot. I don't know if you know that one. Ian, Ian did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's I, in Tampa Bay you know, now. I, I actually so, did. Uh, I was aware of the they got, that. They <laughs> have Jared Stim. That's the guy. That's the guy. And, and uh, you know, uh, tell me more about Jared. Because I, I don't know. Um, I, on the past, um, I, I treat this as a rebuilding year. And. If you like upside, let me say on this guy. I'm talking about Jordan Love, Utah State. Going quarterback. Going quarterback. You got to build the future. You got to find someone upside. Please no. If someone does, I bet you someone takes him. If he is able, think about the fucking story. He takes a 6'4", 225 quarterback whose completion rating in his best year in college was 64%. 32 touchdowns, interception, 158 passer rating. My granted, it's at Utah State. But still, um, if he can take that kid and, and build around him or, or develop him. I don't know. I think it's scary. I'm going to subtract. I'm wrong. I totally. But 
You still need a quarterback. Unless you're getting Jameis. You know, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm personally fine with rolling out Jared Stidham for a season because I really don't see much of a downside. We either tank a season and go for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, or Stidham turns out to be a god and we have our quarterback of the future on a super cheap contract for a couple seasons. I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid for thinking that. But he did I just not have Jordan. Oh, Love. shit. <laughs> Getting down over here. And now maybe, he didn't maybe, have you know, if, the kind of senior, the kind of season you want to see. In my opinion from somebody that if he showed it, he showed it, and he had the stats to lie. He did have a phenomenal second year as a starter. So you know, it, again, it's a stretch. Trust me, I know it's a stretch, but I also I'm not really super like high. You know, sit up. And I mean that that makes sense. So I'm not. Oh, I'm, not gonna, like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna fault you for saying that. Because <laughs> it definitely oh, yeah, makes yeah. sense that yeah. like you know he doesn't. No, it's it's a stretch. Yeah, yeah. Not high on Stidham, you know. I mean, hey, let, let's then, relax yeah. for a sec. Prove me wrong. If you feel <laughs> I just think it's kind of irresponsible to take a QB in the first round this year for them. I mean, it's. Either, no matter who you're going to plug in, the option at this point is either Stidham or a guy you draft. And, like, if the goal really is – no, that's not an option. If the goal really is – I mean, Hoyer. if the goal really is Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, I it just, don't matter who you play at QB. So you shouldn't waste a first-rounder on a QB. I'm going uh, Pat's history here which is Stidham comes in, he's an unknown, and he ends up blowing up his first couple games. Everyone's like, holy shit, who's this guy? And then defense figure him out. And by around week 9, 10, maybe 12, somewhere in that middle of the season, towards heading towards the end of the season, he gets blasted, and he's done. Here comes Jordan Love, the next Brady, stepping on to the field at Foxborough and leading him to an undefeated rest of the season. No, I'm just kidding. That's just such bullshit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to sell it. <laughs> Someone would buy that. Uh, you know, I mean, look, if, if the Patriots take Jordan Love and he turns out to be the real deal, then hell yeah. I just, I think there's bigger upside in either rolling with Stidham for a season and and, you know, I just think, you know, either he's really good or he's really bad. I'm just hoping it's one of those two extremes. If he's mid, then that's the worst-case scenario, really. But, um, I don't know. I'm just not – I'm not high on Jordan Love. Not high on him. Pick 24, the New Orleans Saints. I've got – this is where I got Jalen Rigor going. Um, honestly, I mean, you could argue quarterback here for the Saints, so I could, you know, I could see Jordan Love going here. I mentioned that earlier, but I, I just, I, the Saints don't exactly have any massive needs from what I can see. I think they're, they, they need to stop losing to the Vikings. I actually have them going with a man Dave might know. 
Um, and that man is Cesar Ruiz. He would very much oh. help them. He's a good center. He's a good center. He was awesome in Michigan. Uh, and, and I think they, they need a, their center retired, I believe. So I think, uh, this would bolster the O line even more. And for Drew Brees, however much longer you want to run with him, he kind of needs it. Yeah. That's a, that's a great choice. That's a great choice. Um, I ended up going with, uh, I think someone else had him earlier. Uh, Diggs from Alabama. Both had him. Yeah. We bet him at yeah, so, yeah, so I have him if he fell here. That's who they I think we both we've both taken him, yeah. Again, they don't have they don't have so that's a you know, that's a great problem to have uh, going into a draft. All right, so pick 25, the Minnesota Vikings. This is where I have Josh Jones going. Just Minnesota has never really had a great offensive line. Um, Kirk Cousins, he's been all right, I guess, at quarterback. I think he's played enough to somewhat justify that albatross of a contract, so I think you just want to bolster your own line and you know, protect yeah, him. Offensive so line is definitely Jones a need. Available tackle um and in my opinion, with Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, you know you're in a, you you're trying to win now. This is not a let down the road type of thing. Um, but you know, they lost their top three corners from last year. Diggs is gone. Uh, so and and Everson Griffin's gone too. So they've got they got some holes. They need a guard uh, and and uh, they need a safety. And I'm not sure. I thought someone. Yeah, one of you took Xavier earlier in my draft. He falls to them at 25. That's safety, Alabama. Yeah, I think I, I took. I have McKinney going to the Dolphins at 18. Uh, I don't think you've taken McKinney yet. So. Well, I have. I got it. All right. So I got it at this point. I actually. This is where I have T. Higgins. So uh, I think you had him for the Vikings at 22. I think I think he goes here at 25. They do need to replace Diggs, and McKinney wouldn't be a bad did, pick yes. either. Uh, but T. Higgins is—I mean, he—he's been really impressive. So I think he'd fit in Minnesota very well. All right, pick 26. This is the Dolphins' third first-rounder. I believe this is the one they got for Laramie Tunsil from the Texans. And uh, this is where I have DeAndre Swift going. Um, obviously, there's a lot of holes to fill here, um, but they don't really have a running back. They don't. There's a lot of positions in need they need here, so I could totally see them not going DeAndre Swift here, but I do think that if they... I think this is a prime position to get Swift because if they want a running back... Uh, maybe maybe they get Jonathan Taylor or J.K. Dobbins with their second round draft pick, which actually that makes a lot of sense. Really, uh, Dave but, uh, mentioned earlier, uh, he said, you know, I'm going O-lineman here for the Dolphins at 17. I actually have him going O-lineman here as well. And I have Urza Cleveland going to him at 26. I went O-line as well. And I took your pick from last round. 
I've got Ruiz going to the Dolphins. They could definitely use a Taylor, you know, in the backfield, what have you. But if you can't protect them, uh, you're, you just so you're going to need to protect them. So you're really going. So you're really going with that tool investment then, with tool alignment in the first round. You, if that's your thing, you, then you got to ride it out. Right. You know. I don't know. You kind of have to. I've, I, seen, I, I've seen this. I've seen this. This is not. You know. Um, so I've built teams at companies before, and when you have certain strength and you have certain deficiencies, you got to shore up the deficiencies. So if I were to recruit an all-star talent from some company or whatever. I need to have good talent around that person. Otherwise, I'll put them on an island and expect to see without supporting it in the rounds. But, uh, you know, you, you got to take care of your, Q, your QB. You can't have time to throw. He's got a history of injury. you got to take care of it. And it'll help the run game, ideally, right? So hopefully you're running back. I don't know, you know, there is this thing. you got your Saquons of the world who are just amazing. But there is this kind of thing where you see guys pop out of nowhere at running back to the wall, right? And so if you're good and you under if you're good at talent, scouting talent and figuring out your system and knowing exactly what you need. I mean, look what the Pats got away with for a year with running backs that were, you know, serviceable, uh, and and they did it. So you know, if that's the direction the Dolphins are going. Quarterback first, offensive line, and now let's build around that. I, I can't argue. You know, I, it's hard to argue with that lot. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. So I, yeah, Caesar Ruiz. That would. All right, so we are on pick twenty-seven now. The Seattle Seahawks. Bryce, who do you have them taking right here? You brought up uh, you brought up a name earlier that I I liked. Uh, and you liked him too for many years. I got him picking John Taylor at twenty-seven. It has been so long since they've had a good running back. I am not the biggest, you know, draft running backs in the first round fan. I think John Taylor is worth it for them. Man, an offense with Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and Jonathan Taylor, among other guys too. Obviously, I like that. I like that a lot. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, too, yes. That's, you know, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, he's kind of one of those guys who, like, he doesn't, he, he's had a good offensive line, obviously, because, you know, Wisconsin is pretty much, they only, all they make is offensive linemen and running backs. But um, they, so he's played with a good offensive line his whole career. But I do think that, Jonathan Taylor is one of those guys who doesn't necessarily need a solid offensive line to succeed. And I could totally see him being successful with just about whatever team picks him up. And that's not passing just me being game. He, He's also very prevalent in the passing game, too. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, the passing game is so dangerous that, I mean, it really opens up the run. It used to not be that way. It used to be the opposite. You would have to dominate the run to open up the pass. But now, if you open up the pass, you can dominate the run as well so i think john taylor would very much benefit in seattle all right dave who do you have the seahawks taken so i don't disagree with anything you just said they need a running back they need an edge rusher they need help on both sides of the line but i have them going antoine winfield 
as a safety here uh, out of Minnesota. Um, I don't know if you guys watched a lot of Big Ten Minnesota this last year. Uh, because I kept, of the, up with, I kept up with them a bit because yeah. you know, they were really good last year in Wisconsin and everything. But. Yeah, because of their prowess, I, I did watch some of their games and tracks and guys, whatever. I mean, there's that he was a stud out there. He was a, like, a, you know, he he was uh, one of those guys that was reminiscent of the Legion of Boom, quite frankly. So if I'm you know if I'm looking at him and we need a safety, he's out there. I, I'm going. All right. So pick 28, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, so I'll take this one from, uh, for the first one. Um, honestly, there isn't a crazy big need for anything on their team, really. Um, so I think I, I have them taking Zach Bond here just because I think they could use their edge rushers a little bit more. I'm not sure if they're going to trade Matthew Judon because they did franchise tag him, so I don't know if they're going to sign him to a deal or uh, try to trade them. So if they do trade them, then I think an edge rusher immediately jumps up to their top need. And I think Zach Bond would fit the bill there. But um, I don't know. I don't really know. if the, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to trade this pick. Did you say who you were picking for Seattle? Oh, I didn't. I didn't even say that. Shit. Um, so I, t- I haven't taken Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU. Okay, okay. Uh, for Baltimore... I got him taking LaVishka Chenault Jr. out of Colorado. Because they, I mean, Lamar was elite last year. But honestly, his weapons could benefit from a addition like LaVishka Chenault. Uh, I, I think a target like him to throw at would be very nice for the Ravens. And maybe a little too nice to pass up, even if they do need an edge. Dave? Yeah, I so I took uh, Bryce your last pick and put him in here because how fucking scary would Jonathan Taylor be in the backfield on the Ravens? I don't think it's a need. I I it's mean Mark Ingram, it's Mark not. Eh, but not when, even but when he was I, injured, but when he was in, it was pain like they had nothing. I think Gus Edwards isn't awful either. I mean, would you have Waylon? Would you rather Gus Edwards or Taylor? Come on. Now. Not Taylor, but I mean this. Taking a what do we say earlier? What do we say earlier about what wins games? Right, offense now. But that's why I win offense without going running back. I think you go best available talent, and I mean, what a blockbuster combination! Ingram and Taylor in the backfield. That would be scary. With with Lamar, with him being such a good runner too, it's dangerous. You're right. I, I definitely see where you're coming from. All right, pick 29, the Tennessee Titans. Um, I haven't taken LaVisca Chenault here, but I, again, I don't really know, like, where they'd really want to go in this draft. I mean, another wide receiver certainly couldn't hurt, so they don't have to just rely on pounding the rock with Derrick Henry. But um, I, I I don't know what tackles are available at this point, so I could see him maybe going tackle because they did just lose Jack Conklin to uh, free agency of the Browns. So maybe they might go in that direction, but I don't know. I mean, I, I could see him trying to get another wide receiver here. I don't know if you. It's not very common you see teams go wide receiver in the first round back to back years. Um, I think AJ Brown was their first round selection last year. Uh, no, AJ Brown was a second round draft. Was they he? They took um, 
They took what's his name? They took the guy who um, he hit that woman in high school, and that was like a big controversy. Went to Jeffrey Simmons. That's right, right. Well, I don't think they need to go wide receiver. I actually am going with Zach Bond uh, at this pick. I think their linebacker situation could use a little help. And Zach Bond, very talented. Uh, obviously, as you know, Ian, and I think he helps Tennessee a lot. Yeah, that'd be a solid pickup for him. I'd like that. So I think from a from a needs standpoint, they have a lot of needs. Um, you know, they have, they need an edge rusher, defensive line, offensive line, etc. They they've got some, and one of the things for me that was disappointing. They picked up. You guys know. You remember Vic Beasley? Like he used to be good. Yeah, Vic Beasley. He was like he had like 18 sacks with the Falcons one season, and then he yeah, just, yeah. no one heard from him again. So he kind of reminds me of movies. Like the first two were cute and funny, but the third one sucked dick. Well, that's what he did last. Year. So I'm going defensive end, and I'm going with Penn State's Gross Matos. Year Gross Matos. You're talking about a big a big time program. You're talking about a stud athlete. He's the best available player on my draft at this point. So he gives them both value and need. Big Ten, a lot of love in this one. You know, this is a this is a solid Big Ten draft. It kind of is, especially with Ohio State having all this talent. Yep. All right, pick thirty. We're almost done. So uh, this is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, Bryce, why don't you go first? I got them taking Julian Ogarwa out uh, of Notre Dame. They kind of need that DN presence. I mean, maybe they could go with something else, but I think uh, Julian would be a very nice addition to the defensive line. I mean, the defense is improving uh, with the Smith brothers having good years, but I think they could use the help up front. I don't know. I mean, they're. I think. I think their uh, their defense is. It could use some work. I think. Um, I don't think there's any glaring needs though. So I think they're either gonna trade out or. Um, I think they're gonna they're gonna reach on this guy here, uh, Adam Trotman. I don't know if you guys are familiar with who he is. He's uh, the tight end at Dayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much, he's the consensus number one tight end in this draft. And it would be a reach because he's projected to be a second-round draft pick. But, frankly, I don't see him having any immediate needs. So I could just see him, you know, if they want to just get a tight end. Because, you know, they don't have any good tight ends right now. So if they want to reach on Trotman, I could understand them taking that. So that's what I got them going right now. That's a great pick, by the way. Oh. All right, then. Thank you. I didn't pick him, but I'm saying it's a great pick. Thanks. Right. I, can't, I can't argue with that pick. That makes logic is there. Um, I went uh, wide receiver. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, defense, they don't have too many needs there. Not as many as, you know, as they were 13 and 3 last year, for God's sake. So I would want to give Roger, going back to the theme of this, more offense. And I, I, I still have T. Higgins on my board. I still have Chenault Jr. on my board from Colorado, but I was going to go Justin Jefferson at LSU. Um, and again, his combine performance was amazing. Played on a top program, uh, you know. I would t- I would take him there, pair him with Devontae Adams. I think you got you have a good uh, 
scary. I didn't realize you saw Justin Jefferson available, Dave, because that's a steal. You've pick. got a lot of fucking talent at wideout on your board still. All mine are gone. So pick 31, the 49ers. I think the 49ers pick. So the 49ers really got two needs, corner and wideout. At 13, I had him picking the wideout, Henry Ruggs. I have him taking a corner at 31. I am taking Jeff Gladney out of TCU uh, to replace really the – I forget his name. That was really stinking it up in the playoffs. Uh, but they need the corner help. Jeff Gladney, not bad at 31. I, I think they would, uh, they would very much benefit from picking him. All right, so this is where I have Grant Delpit going, and frankly, I think that they just want to go with a top defensive guy here. Um, I think Delpit is probably, unless I'm missing someone, the best defensive player available at this point. Uh, he's a he's a he can play strong safety. He can be the box guy. I think that's someone that would fit great in with the 49er defense, and I think they I think they're just going to bolster an already strong defense with this Delpit pick if they go with him. Uh, I I went in the first round earlier. I had rugs going to the Niners, so now we're going defense, and they traded away to Forrest Buckner, and they don't have a replacement there. So I went with Russ Blacklock from TCU, the younger, cheaper option, and, and in the first round you get you know two stars. They get two starters either way. I think there's a lot of talent on both sides of the ball here in this draft, and especially if you know you get rugs, that's an instant wide receiver one. So yeah. Even if let's say Blacklock goes to San Francisco and he's like your third down guy, great, let him develop. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I do have a hole, and this guy could develop. See it. All right. So that is going to lead us to pick 32, the last pick of our mock draft. Um, so this is the Kansas City Chiefs, and I got him going. I got two picks here uh, because I can see him going either way here. Uh, I got him going with either Jonathan Taylor or J.K. Dobbins because I do think they go running back here. Because uh, of everyone that played in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs, like their starters, so the, of the 22, they're bringing back 20 of them. So they don't have any immediate needs on either side of the ball. Although they do, they are going with a running back by committee approach, so I could see him trying to go with a, a bona fide number one guy. Uh, I am leaning more th- towards Jonathan Taylor here because I do think that his skill set transfers a little bit better to at least what the Chiefs are trying to do is like someone that they can incorporate into the running game and the passing game. He can get you know a bunch of touches both passing and running the ball. So I think that they'll go Jonathan Taylor here, but I could see them going J.K. Dobbins if they're looking for someone more to open, like to really dominate one side of the ball just in running it. Because I don't think they, I don't. Did Ohio State use J.K. Dobbins a lot in the passing game? Yeah, no. I don't know. Did they? I think so. Honestly, well, I don't like. I think that it's going to be one of those because. Teams. There was a very big group of people, uh, and you probably could have sold it on me too, saying that Damian Williams should have been Super Bowl MVP. Uh, he was phenomenal. 
I, I, I mean, I guess so, but like he was phenomenal. I'm not, I, I'm not gonna take that away from him, but like they Actually, were really going by the works. Back, like, committee uh, Name me a really, Super Bowl team. It just happened to be that that won the Super Bowl game. that just had like since the since Emmett Smith, because Emmett Smith was the last time really where a team heavily leaned on their running back to go win the Super Bowl. It just doesn't happen, but that's just not how it works. Good running back is fine if the team's good. If the team and the Chiefs are good, so could they maybe get away with picking a running back? Yes, but I feel like the person I have here, and he's off your board already, Ian, uh, would help them much more. And that person is Patrick Queen. Uh, I think him on that Chiefs defense would be something else. And I can see it happening. He could fall to 32, realistically. I mean, I've got him going 27, so I guess it's not unreasonable to say that he could fall there. Dave. So, yeah, I, I went, you know, I mean, the Chiefs are obviously loaded. All right, Dave, Super so who do you six, got but, in the last pick? Um, if, if some other value fell to them in the draft that I haven't mentioned or, or what have you, then obviously I think they'd go there. In lieu of that, um, you know, there's a, a defensive lineman out of Iowa, who Epinesa, who was projected – you know, to be this great player, and he sucked at the combine. So are you willing to forgive a bad performance or a career in that instance? I think he could be some value for them. Um, again, they don't have a ton of, like, immediate pressing needs, but, they, you know, they could stand to have another edge rusher. Um, and so, I, you know, that to me is where I would I would vote. And, and he's the guy that I, that I looked at and said, you know what, yeah, makes sense. It's a little bit of a flyer, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see that. I've seen Apinesa get uh, mocked to pretty much everyone, and that's uh, after pick twenty three. So, like, I've I've seen him going all maybe over the being, place. So maybe being in that culture go to the Chiefs, with Andy Reid will you know, get the guy who knows? coaching he needs. See. And the, the guidance and the things that he needs if he is falling off track. Maybe he didn't train well enough, what have you. All right. So that so is the 88. What is this? Eight, what, I, I lost track of what episode count this is, to be honest. Um, 88 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWHPodcast. You can follow Dave on Twitter at DBinkowski. That'll be in the title, of course. Uh, be sure to follow him there. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow